Welcome to the Ripened Heart Podcast, where we explore the depths of the human psyche through the lens of homeopathy, human design, and astrology for soul-deep healing. Each episode will feature vulnerable and thought-provoking conversations, highlighting healing modalities that help us shift our perspective on what it means to be a healthy and fulfilled human being in today's world. I'm your host, Kaylee Anello. Let's dive into the podcast. Hey everyone. So today's episode is very impromptu. It's a different sort of episode than I've done in the past. I've never done a solo episode um, and I've been doing the podcast I think it's been almost a year now, which is crazy. So first of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been here on this journey with me. Uh, This podcast has felt like a little safe hiding space for me on the internet. I feel like it's kind of the only place where I've been able to show up and express myself without being met with resistance and frustration, which we'll get into in this episode, as you can see from the title, but... I just want to thank each and every one of you who's listened to the podcast, who shared it with a friend. Um, I want to thank all the guests that have been on here who have taken the time out their day to come and share. Um, I know that so many of you have benefited from, from their experiences and their sharing too. So now that that's out of the way, this episode is inspired by a Instagram post that I made, um, I think it was last week. And it was about how social media can trigger the not-self themes. And so those of you who aren't super savvy to human design, not-self theme comes from your open centers. So if you pull up your chart, you can go to any website you wish, my body graph, my human design, whatever is your um, chart of choice. (laughs) Pull it up and then you're going to notice that you have centers there. There's nine centers. And now I want you to notice where the centers are white, and those are your open centers. And so those centers, you really came here to be wise about. And a lot of times when we feel off kilter, when we have our not-self theme, um, which for generators is frustration, which I'll be speaking to today, It's usually coming from um, the lower expression of those open energy centers. So if we're looking at my design, I have an open identity center, which is that diamond in the middle, and then I have an open head in Ajna. And so when we are in our not self, um, it's really an opportunity to learn and to pivot. It's like our body is tapping us on the shoulder to pay attention and to work through some things and to um, really get into the nitty gritty of, of why we're showing up in that way or why we're feeling that frustration or why we're feeling that not self theme because this is how we grow. So I want to just really lay down that foundation that not self themes when they come up because they will come up. <laughs> we are human beings we're all going to have not-self themes come up, maybe even daily. And that's okay because this is how we learn. This is how we grow. And so in my post last week, 
I was talking about how scrolling through Instagram can bring up a lot of that not self. And so it seems like a lot of people resonated with that. So after that post, I did a survey and I asked, um, has social media affected your personal relationships? Has social media affected your relationship with yourself? Um, And then I asked in my question box, what's your general feel of Instagram these days? You know, how does it make you feel when you show up on Instagram? And I got quite a wide range of responses, most of them being feelings of frustration, feelings of inadequacy, feelings of comparison. Um, There was some frustration around algorithms online, you know, how they're always kind of switching up the ball game one minute they want us to do reels the next minute you know they'll come up with some other feature that they want us to do and then it seems like you know they they diminish your reach when you don't use that feature that's certainly the case i think that there are ways around that too but it can be frustrating of course so that was coming up and definitely you know everyone who had answered said that in some way social media, and namely here Instagram, um, affected their relationships with others and with themselves. And I've been active on and off on Instagram, um, in my business space at least. Um, Gosh, it started with my food blogging. (laughs) Shout out if you were following me on Instagram for my food days. Um, That's long gone, (laughs) but... I started doing that, I think, in 2016, and then it shifted into human design in um, 2018, and I've been doing that on and off since. Now, something to know about me, um, I have emotional authority, I'm a generator, um, I'm a 2-4 profile, and so navigating the online space has been really interesting for me because... I've had a lot of resistance to consistently showing up on a space like Instagram. Um, it hasn't always felt healthy for me. Um, it's produced a quite a bit of frustration, which kind of inspired my posting about it, of course. <laughs> and so I've really done a lot of trial and error over the last years to see what it feels like, you know, to show up in different spaces and what feels best. And... Um, As a 2-4, I kind of weave in and out of the space. Um, Sometimes I really want to show up and share and I want to, um, you know, produce content. And I really like that. I really like the creative expression that that gives. I love tinkering on Canva. I probably spend way too much time on Canva during the day. (laughs) I just love it. Um, But, you know, it's, it's a challenging space at the same time. Um, And so that's why I started the podcast originally, you know, last year um, is because I just felt really pulled to have kind of my own little internet enclave. Um, I had had a couple of friends suggest that I do it. I had been on some other podcasts. And so if you know anything about generators, if you know anything about two fours, when your network kind of calls you out and... um, suggest that you do something or they see something in you that you don't necessarily see in yourself yet, that's definitely a surefire sign that that may be something that you want to pursue if, if your um, you're gut response in terms of being a generator agrees with it. 
So that was something that I had sat with, I think, for a year until I actually did my own podcast. And um, sure enough, it, it ended up being something that I've completely loved. I've loved showing up in this space. And so I kind of stepped away from Instagram. Um, I stepped away from sharing human design. Um, and I really just focused on the podcast. I focused on nourishing um, my network and um, you know, connecting with colleagues behind the scenes through um, school in Portland and through um, other online spaces like Discord. Um, I'm active in the accessible astrology community and those spaces have felt so amazing and so sacred and I'm so grateful for those spaces um, because I was able to teach some human design classes behind the scenes um, without having to promote it really on Instagram at all. Um, I, I had gotten readings through that network and it just really worked. It was so effortless and easy. There was no frustration. Um, whereas Instagram, I felt like I was kind of screaming into the void. <laughs> you know, I would get good feedback, but my posts just were not getting the reach that I would like. And that was um, really challenging And so ultimately what I tested out this last month is I did what's called the garbage post challenge. So a friend recommended it to me. Um, It's from Simone Soul. She's from Joyful Marketing. Um, If you're interested in learning about it, there's a um, Spotify podcast episode on it. If you just search the garbage post challenge, um, you'll find it there. And essentially the premise of it is you post 100 pieces of content in 30 days. And so the content can be an Instagram post, it can be a story, a podcast, a blog post, anything that includes words. So you you can't just like, you know, write an emoji and have that be a piece of content. It has to be spoken word or written word. And the purpose of it is to kind of desensitize yourself to the likes, to the comments, to how you're, um, how the things that you make perform. And it's also supposed to help you develop your voice. And so I just wrapped that up, I want to say three days ago. I've still been um, posting content consistently on Instagram, um, but it was not at all the journey that I had anticipated. And I just wanted to share my experience with it because honestly, I didn't plan on recording this podcast at all, but there's just something inside of me that said this needs to be recorded. Originally, I was going to do a blog post about it, but honestly, I just love sitting here and I love talking to you guys. I love sharing. I love connecting in this way. And I just wanted to show up in a superhuman way. Um, This is you know, a little bit vulnerable for me to share, but I I think that maybe it could help some of you to see my journey behind the scenes and that what you see on the surface online is not the reality. We all know that by now, right? But what you see on the surface is not necessarily what's going on behind the scenes. And it's been a wild ride. (laughs) That 30 days was some of the most challenging times I've experienced online, probably ever. Um, Now, there are a lot of reasons why that challenge was not timed very well in terms of my astrology. 
Um, I was talking to Emma about this and originally we were going to record this together, but I just, I had to sit down and share this, um, solo, but what we were talking about is she was looking at my transits. Um, and basically, first of all, I had like this Chiron square, um, oh my gosh, what is it? Chiron square to my Mars, I believe. And then we just collectively had the same transit. Now, my Chiron is in Leo, in the fifth house. And for those of you who don't know, Chiron is where you're wounded. It's what you really came here to heal in this life. And so Leo in the fifth house essentially means I came here to heal around self-expression, creativity, being seen, being in the spotlight, all things that make me wildly uncomfortable. And of course, I'm recording this on the Leo full moon, not a coincidence at all. (laughs) So that square really did me dirty. It was not easy. Um, I started the um, 30-day challenge during Venus and Mercury retrograde. Not a great idea. But you know what? It, it all timed itself out perfectly. And that's, that's something that I want to get across is that, yes, I look back in hindsight. The transits were a bit wild, a bit wonky. Um, but I'm so glad that I did it anyway because I learned so much through the process. And it really, really revealed a lot of layers that I could heal and that I've really um, begun to work through that I didn't really know were there. And so I'm grateful that I did that. Um, so during the 30 days, I all of a sudden, you know, open head, open Ajna, I'd be working out, I'd be going for a walk. All of these ideas came flooding in. It's like because I had some sort of structure where I had to post for 30 days, all of a sudden the ideas just came flooding in. I mean, I was constantly on my notes app, taking notes for ideas they just wouldn't stop. It was honestly crazy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm primarily right variable in human design. So I'm very go with the flow, not very structured. And so I found it really helpful to have a container for my creativity to be a bit more structured. And, you know, that's just what felt right for me. And it ended up really, really working in that way because it was like my creativity just completely blossomed. Um, I still have so many posts in the backlog that I didn't even post during the 30 days. And I continue to have great ideas. I continue to create every single day. And I have loved getting in touch with my creative expression in that way. It's been absolutely amazing um, and such a positive of the 30 days. Um, And I've just, I've really refined, you know, silly things like, Um, fonts on Canva and how I like to edit and I've liked doing all these kind of different styles you know open identity center we love to play with our style we love to um, use all the different wild backgrounds and fonts and show up differently um, based on how we're feeling it's just such a great form of self-expression I've absolutely loved that Um, aspect of it and it's something that I continue to see myself wanting to do and wanting to show up for so that is definitely not going anywhere anytime soon Um, now for the more negatives um, of the challenge 
So I am a firm believer in turning off the like button (laughs) on Instagram, as in like hiding the amount of likes that you have. My doing that was an attempt for me to not focus on that because, you know, Instagram is not a platform that I've put a ton of TLC into. Um, It's a platform I had ignored. And so I knew from the get-go that my reach was not going to be great because Instagram really rewards you for consistency, Um, at least a little bit. It used to anyway. So um, I was like, okay, this is honestly not about the engagement or likes. I just, I want to practice showing up and sharing. You know, my, my design... A lot of it has to do with being a teacher, showing up, sharing what I know, not keeping all of these amazing things that I've learned over the last eight years to myself. I want to share it with all of you. I want you to benefit from it. That's why I'm here, 100%. And so I'm like, okay, this is great. You know, I'm showing up and sharing. I'm sharing human design. I'm sharing homeopathy. I'm sharing, you know, little tidbits just things that flow through me because so much of it just flowed and you know I would post it and it would reach 15 accounts I would post it and it would reach I don't know honestly I stopped tracking it because my mental health started really tanking my self-esteem was below my knees it was really hard you guys I'm not gonna lie it was really hard to put your soul your heart into something and for it to just kind of fall flat. Now, not every post fell flat. Um, there were some that, you know, did amazing, and that's great. Um, but it really definitely highlighted my not-self theme of frustration. <laughs> and then, you know, it's the open head, the open ajna. I was thinking about things that don't matter. I was trying to be certain about my strategy. I was trying to strategize. I was trying to do all these things that I knew kind of were not in a line with my design, fully aware of it. I think sometimes you have to do the opposite and see what lands. And that's kind of what I did because the more that you kind of push against your own self and your own energy and the more that you learn about it, the more that you learn what works. And so I'm always actively trying to do the opposite. Not always, but there are situations where I'll intentionally say, okay, let's do the opposite of what my design would say. Let's see what happens. Because I find it interesting. And then I prove to myself, first of all, that my design is accurate. Human design is a useful tool. You know, we know that by now. Hopefully, it's it's a very useful tool. Oh my gosh. And I was like, wow, okay, I'm really feeling my frustration here. What do I do? Because I want to keep creating. Um, I want to keep showing up. The answer, you know, was not retreat and hide away again. Um, And, you know, I have a defined heart. I have a lot of willpower. I was not about to quit this 30-day challenge prematurely. (laughs) Come hell or high water, I was going to do this challenge to learn from the experience primarily. And it's really hard. You know, something I want to speak to that I noticed about having an open identity center um, is that when you have a very curated feed that has a lot of people doing similar types of work to you, it can feel really strange. This is just my experience of the Open G Center. I've had 
clients that have had a similar experience to me. So I, I wanted to speak to it. If it doesn't resonate, that's totally fine. Um, but my experience and what I've noticed is that it's like, it's strange to have you mirrored back to you in a way. It's really, really hard to be in an echo chamber and to feel like people are showing up in very similar ways to you and um, maybe doing better or, you know, you're, you feel inadequate or you feel like, oh, they're doing it better than you can or why even bother showing up or all of these things that you get in your head when you're, when you're in your not self, when you're frustrated. And that was something that I experienced during the 30 days. I was like, wow, I'm sharing these ideas and I feel like I'm in an echo chamber and I had to really really tune people out and it wasn't because I didn't want to be supportive it wasn't because of anything else besides I had to be able to tune into my own voice I had to be able to just not have my open head, my open ajna clogged with everyone else's thoughts, with everyone else's opinions, with everyone else's strategy for social media, with everyone else's whatever. I had to take a step back. I had to mute some people. I had to stop engaging and take a step back and engage with people in real life and not on social media and not pay attention to what people were doing on Instagram. And that was so, so, so helpful. Um, It really, really, really helped. And it's something that I kind of need to do. And it's something that may be helpful for you to consider if you're feeling that way too. If you're feeling like, oh, well, they show up in this way. Why do I need to show up? It's like what we have to take a step back and realize is that your feed is curated to you, like I said before. So what you're seeing on your feed, the echo chamber that you think you have, like the space where you feel like everyone's doing what you're doing, it's just not true for your audience. You know, they're not a human design reader. They're not a homeopath. They're not um, a Reiki healer. They're not um, an astrologer. So they don't have the same feed you do. They're not connected to all your colleagues. They're not seeing what you're seeing on your feed. So I want you to really just take that in that, you know, I spoke to, I remember speaking to a friend and she was like, well, I'm so happy when you post about human design because you're the only human design account I follow. I didn't even know human design before you. And I have to constantly remind myself of that, that, you know, most people, even if you're in a bigger niche like astrology or like nutrition or Um, a bigger niche most of the people that are in your audience they they just they don't know that much about it it's new to them it's exciting to them and they are there for you at the end of the day somebody can post the exact same posts you do do the exact same things that you do and because of your resonance because of your specific energy people come to you for that Yes, they're coming to you because you have amazing content and you have a lot to share and all of those amazing things. But at the end of the day, they're coming to you for you. And in terms of human design, they're coming to you because you have opposing circuitry. So what what do I mean by that? So uh, opposites attract. 
people want what they don't have and people are attracted to what they don't have. So what does that mean? You'll notice a lot of the clients that come to you um, or the people who connect to you, say you're not an entrepreneur, the people that connect to you romantically, friendship, anything, any relationship, they're going to have opposing circuitry to you. They're going to have a center open that you have defined or vice versa. Um, a lot of my clients have, you know, our quad left variables where I'm three parts right. Um, you know, they have a defined G center. I have it open. They have an open spleen. I have my spleen defined. Opposites attract because they. that's why they have something to learn from you. And that's why you, you guys connect. You know, there's such a thing as a connection chart in human design where um, I, I'm just preparing for, for one of these where, you know, say you want to go into business with somebody and you, you want to see if it's a good fit. You put your charts together and you see how they connect and how if there's um, synergy there, if there's, um, you know, electromagnetic capacity to really work well together. And you can see where some of the downsides are to your relationship, where one of you conditions the other. I mean, it's fascinating. But all that aside, my point is people are attracted to you because of your energy. And even deeper than human design, people are attracted to you because there's a resonance there. They resonate with your experience, with your energy. And so... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you feel like you're in an echo chamber or you feel like you're not doing well enough or whatever it is, because at the end of the day, it's it really is about trust, you know, and I, I do have to give the disclaimer. <laughs> I am hope motivation in human design. So my view could be very different. But what I'm here to provide for you, the audience, is a sense of Yes, you can have struggles. Yes, life is challenging. Yes, the last 30 days were very hard for me. But there's always hope. There's always a reason that you go through experiences. And there's always a way that you can flip it and see it in a different way that brings you to your next level of evolution, that brings you to the next level of your process where you're going to be able to show up so much brighter, so much more aligned, so much less conditioned and so much more authentic and that's really what it is you know it's getting back to why are you sharing in the first place why are you doing this in the first place what do you have to share that's so unique to you that the world needs because the world really 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 needs your gifts whether you're a teacher a mom um, a homeopath um, whatever your profession is whatever you do However you show up for people, it's so needed and we need every single person showing up in their authentic way. And that's really what my work is all about. You know, how can we um, see our triggers? How can we see where um, we're maybe showing up in a little bit of the not self, the frustration, the anger, the bitterness, um, you know, pretending to be certain about things when we're not, all of it. It's, it's using it all to help us grow and to help us um, really do what we came here to do. And so there is a reason and a purpose for 
the frustration, for the not-self things, all of it. We came here to be wise about these things. And nothing triggers that quite like social media, right? Quite like, you know, we all have our thing that I think can set us back. And it's funny because it, it never really was a thing for me in the past. I never was super... Um, triggered or whatever you want to call it (laughs) I don't have a better word um by Instagram and social media but I was but I'm, I'm happy because first of all you know if you're resonating with this interestingly enough a lot of the people I attract to aren't even on Instagram so I know that there's more more people than just me feeling this I know that um there are other ways to show up you know we are in such a time of transition. Facebook is now meta. I feel like meta is like tanking their platforms. And everybody kind of hates Instagram to some extent right now. You know, they're like, I don't want to do reels. I thought I thought we were doing reels on TikTok. Then what t- what's TikTok for? Should I make a TikTok? Should I make a Substack? I'm seeing a lot of like, oh my God, what do I do? Because everything is transitioning. The internet as we know it now is going to be completely different in the coming years. All of the energy supports that. All of the astrology, all of the transits, we are headed into a completely new time. And so there are going to be so many platforms, I think, that are going to be competing with those that, you know, I'm seeing um, people talk about Web3 and kind of like crypto, the crypto of social media. I have no idea what any of that is, but I do know that it puts the power back into the artist and I'm all for that. So that's something I'm going to be learning about in the coming months. Um, but there's there's a really a um, renaissance that I see happening online and we're kind of just in like the weird in-between period where things are falling away, things aren't working, things are falling apart. But there's going to be new platforms I think will be so amazing that, you know, won't force you to make reels if you don't want to or, you know, and the other thing I wanted to mention is, is that I don't know if you guys know this, but Instagram, Facebook, they make so much money off your data and these platforms are free because you're the product. They're making money off of your data and your art. And so... I'm all for platforms like Substack and other things coming online that are really putting the power back into the artist's hands. And I'm so excited to see where the internet takes us, where it goes. I haven't quite figured out where I'll end up in internet space. You know, I'm going to continue showing up on Instagram because I genuinely love creating on there. I love it. It's frustrating. (laughs) I love it though. And I feel like there's a way to just flip the script and continue to be curious, continue to try different avenues of showing up and see what comes because, you know, as a generator, it's really hard to plan super far ahead because you work in response, right? So it's like the next step will show up for you and then the next step and then the next step, not 30 steps at once, you know? So I'm over here just saying that I'm winging it. (laughs) I love sharing with you guys. I want to keep showing up. Um, I'm over here kind of riding out my emotional waves, learning from them. And 
waiting for the right timing of things too, being patient um, and letting the cards fall where they may and trusting that, you know, who I'm supposed to reach, I will reach. Even if I completely just deleted my Instagram tomorrow, I would still reach the people that I meant to reach. And that's why I appreciate all you guys too, because you guys consistently listen to the podcast. Um, and I'm so grateful to have this space to show up and share. And I couldn't do it without you guys. Um, I don't know if there's anything else I wanted to cover. I really, really, really want to know how you guys are feeling out there. Um, what platforms are you loving? Um, I know Discord has been more of a thing for people to connect in Discord groups. I kind of like Discord. I haven't really, mm, I haven't really found my groove with that. Um, some people are still on Twitter, you know. Some people are um, literally just underground, showing up in Zoom calls as if you know, you know situation. And they still get um, clients and people showing up that way too. So there's a will, there's a way. And I think that's kind of all I wanted to share at this point. Um, If you've made it this far, thank you for listening. Um, If this is a topic you're interested in, I will continue sharing on it. I love sharing my process with you guys. You know, it's it's, um, one of many ups and downs um, and... I'm grateful for every moment of it. So thank you for listening and I will see you next time. Next episode will be with um, Anastasia Morrison, who's my projector friend and we'll be talking about human design. So until next time, bye guys.